fasten your seatbelts because we have a lift up. We have a lift up. Hello, this is Ben Bowler from Unity Earth. Welcome to the fourth season of this Convergence Radio series. The Convergence Radio Show was launched back in 2016, around the time many of us came together and began intentionally walking arm in arm on the road to 2020. Now in 2019, Unity Earth is a growing global network of partnerships, communities and organizations from many different sectors all around the world, working together towards peace, justice, sustainability, new economic models and whole systems design and transformation. We have seen the awesome power of when we come together in service, honoring all cultural perspectives and an endless variety of worldviews. When held in sacred space, this convergence of diverse viewpoints allows the emergence of something new, something more whole and complete, far greater and more beautiful even than the sum of the parts. For the last three years, we have been building the global network through Unity Earth events and media across the planet. Now in 2019, we turned for the home straight on the road to 2020, beginning with the New York Convergence and Unity Earth liftoff in New York City and ending with Uday Festival in India in November. Beyond that, we see the great events of 2020 glistening on the horizon from Uday in the Holy Land and then all across Turtle Island. For now, let me hand you to your series host, the grand conductor of the Caravan of Unity himself, the one, the only, Dr. Kurt Johnson. Thanks, Ben Bowler, for that introduction to the Convergence series on Unity Earth Radio at Voice America. This is your series host, Dr. Kurt Johnson. This is an exciting broadcast about exciting and important events happening in New York City February 1st and 2nd, especially in relationship to the World Interfaith Harmony Week, a United Nations-designated international observance. Grammy nominee Pato Banton has already released a new song and video commemorating these events, and you can actually find these already at YouTube at Pato Banton. That's P-A-T-O-B-A-N-T-O-N. It's a great, inspiring cut. On February 2nd, New York will see a gala concert and celebration, the Unity Earth Liftoff, New Harmonies for a New Beginning, a multi-generational, intercultural, interactive concert in celebration of the United Nations World Interfaith Harmony Week. This will be held at New York City's landmark United Palace Theater. Also, there will be a leadership and visioning conference on February 1st for networks and networks of networks to begin coordinating international activities together for world change and shift now and on into the year of 2020. Unity Earth is one of the many great experiments going on now in the world where transformational communities are joining into networks of networks to see what can be achieved together and how this might influence the greater global conversation for good. This is the third year that Unity Earth has created major global events around the World Interfaith Harmony Week. Beginning with the United Nations Church Center in 2016, 
And then through the nearly week-long celebrations of unity and synergy that were held in Africa last year and attended by leaders from around the world, similar events are coming up now in India and the Holy Land. So today's Voice America special will have five parts, and you'll hear from leaders and changemakers involved in all five aspects of what will be unfolding in New York City in early February. First, we'll have representatives from the United Nations communities, then leaders, planners, and organizers for the New York events themselves, and then individual discussions with leaders and performers from the big liftoff concert and celebration. And then we'll follow with chatting with those leading the Leadership and Visioning Conference that accompanies the concert and discussions with New York area religious and spiritual community leaders. So I'll be joined on this program by four co-hosts, each of whom will carry one of the segments of the show with all of these amazing people. The co-hosts include Rick Ulfick of We the World and the 11 Days of Global Unity, Victoria Friedman of the Vistar Foundation, Mitchell J. Rabin of A Better World and A Better World Radio and TV, and Shannon Winters, editor of both The Convergence and Light on Light magazines. You can see all of their full bios at the Voice America show page and also at Unity Earth's website. So to get right to it, I want to go over now to our four co-hosts and have a short round robin about how they feel about all that's coming up in New York City in February. And then we can get right into the exciting segments about each of these upcoming events in New York City. So welcome co-hosts. Each of you are going to be carrying a segment of this Voice America special. So to start out, I want to ask each of you just for a short soundbite about what you're excited about in these upcoming New York Convergence events. So let's start with Rick. Okay, thank you, Kurt. I'm excited that all these organizations, including We the World, are coming together as part of the Road to 2020 Coalition, which will culminate with the Caravan of Unity traveling across the United States in September of 2020, winding up to, ce to celebrate 11 Days of Global Unity and the International Day of Peace in New York City. Wow, sounds great. Okay, Victoria, your turn. Well, Kurt, I'm really excited that I'm going to be getting together and being with people from all over the world, and all of whom are open and committed to coming together in unity. Well, it's just awesome. Sounds great. I'm glad you're excited. So, Mitchell, over to you. Kurt, well, well, well. When you have a vision such as creating a better world, what is going on with Unity Earth and the road to 2020 is sort of just like a perfect roadway to heaven for someone like me because it's opening up diversity across the world and it's bringing people together in a unified field where we always, always already belonged and this is an opportunity to reconnect with people with energy and with a vision that we've all been nurturing sort of in our own little ways somewhere or another on the planet and now doing it together in a massive collective way. So I'm, I'm very excited and 
very pleased to be part of it and for a better world to be making our contribution to it. That's great, and it's so great to have a better world involved. So, Shannon, over to you. Yeah, no, the, the energy leading up to these New York Convergence events is just amazing and awesome. I mean, and every time we have these, the synergies and what emerges new in the co-creation for harmony and unity around the world and for all beings is just absolutely wonderful. And, you know, as well as we'll hear later on in the program about new initiatives that spring forth from the collaborations and synergies in the Convergence event. So there's just so much more to come, and I'm so excited about it, Kurt. Great. Thanks so much, Shannon, and thanks to the co-host. So thanks. Now, we're going to be going over right now to Rick Ulfick, who's going to be speaking to the co-sponsors from the United Nations community. Thanks so much to the co-hosts for their comments to kick off this Voice America special on the New York liftoff and convergence events in New York City, February 1st and 2nd. As we've said, these events celebrate the World Interfaith Harmony Week, a United Nations declared observance. So our first set of guests scheduled for today were to be from the two United Nations committees that are co-sponsoring these events. Ken Kitatani, chair of the United Nations NGO Committee for Spirituality, Values, and Global Concerns, and Denise Scotto, chair of the International Day of Yoga Committee at the United Nations. Now, Ken is with us, but last minute, Denise had a uh, conflict. But fortunately, I've done a lot of work with that United Nations Committee, so I'm going to try to fill Denise's shoes to what extent I can. So to talk to Ken Kitatani and me about the World Interfaith Harmony Week and the New York Convergence events is our co-host Rick Ulfick, founder of We the World and the 11 Days of Global Unity which annually sponsor events that commemorate these United Nations holidays. So, Rick, first tell us a bit about you and We the World and the 11 Days of Global Unity, and then bring Ken and me in to talk about these committees and their parts in the New York events that are coming up. Okay, well, thanks, Kurt. About We the World, the mission of We the World and our We campaign at we.net is to maximize social change globally until we have a world that works for all. To fulfill our mission, we create and promote programs, platforms, and campaigns that unite and amplify the efforts of people, organizations, and movements working for the common good. And that means to create more peace, justice, sustainability, and transformation. So back in 2004, We the World brought together partners from around the world to launch 11 Days of Global Unity spanning September 11th to September 21st, the UN International Day of Peace. We worked with Amnesty International. We had events in 125 cities. Desmond Tutu made a video for us, Jane Goodall and Marianne Williamson gave back-to-back keynote addresses, and the Million Voice Choir performed in 80 cities around the world. It was really an amazing launch of 11 Days of Global Unity. And since then, 11 Days and 11 Ways to Change the World have become a worldwide platform for the promotion of 
a culture of peace and a livable future that annually includes as many as 700 associated events in over 60 countries around the world. Out of 11 days of global unity, 11 campaigns for change have developed, which now have over 600 participating organizations worldwide focused on themes like environment, economic justice, health, women, human rights, disarmament, and peace. Anyone who's listening can be part of this as well by going to we.net where you can sign up to participate. And we are so happy to be collaborating on this Road to 2020 with Unity Earth and Kurt Johnson. So um, now let's go to uh, Ken Kitatani. Um, so Ken, can you yeah. tell... Yes, it's great to have you on the show with us. Can you tell, uh, tell us about the Committee for Sp- Spirituality, Values, and Global Concerns and your part in helping to create and sponsor these amazing events coming up in New York City. Well, uh, first of all, I'd like to start off by thanking Kurt Johnson and Unity Earth for organizing this and for inviting both of us uh, for this conversation. And and also, I'd like to thank you, Rick, for uh, the um, your role in uh, the interview. Um, sure, thank you. Spirituality. Sure thing. The Committee for Spirituality, Values, and Global Concerns is a committee uh, that consists of NGOs or non-governmental organizations that are accredited with different agencies within the UN system, and also consists of uh, affiliate members who come from within the UN system as well as other interested individuals and organizations outside of the UN system. So the committee as a whole works within and also without the UN to support the application of ethical and moral values in all of the efforts to address global concerns. Essentially, we're seeking to find the common thread of oneness and compassion that connects all of humanity together. Uh, through our efforts... Uh, at the United Nations, where we work with different organizations and agencies through different venues, uh, such as putting out presentations, conferences, and having meetings uh, with uh, different different uh, stakeholders within the UN and outside of the UN, and exploring how we can, uh, as I mentioned, apply uh, or instill spiritual values or ethics uh, into the whole dialogue and procedure. And one good example would be the introduction of values into the Sustainable Development Goals. Uh, Concerning the Interfaith Harmony Week and uh, these upcoming um, events, which are being uh, sponsored and hosted by Unity Earth, I'm very happy to say that the Committee for Spirituality Values and Global Concerns will be collaborating and co-hosting these events together with Unity Earth on uh, February 1st, 2nd, and 3rd. Well, thank you, Ken. That that sounds fabulous. And um, over the years, I've really enjoyed working with you in many different contexts of 
uh, interfaith dialogue and, and interfaith harmony. So this is yet another opportunity to collaborate. Um, so, um, yes, what, what were you going to say? I just wanted to thank you for Sure. Thank you, Ken. And um, so now, since Denise couldn't be here today, Kurt, I was wondering if you can kind of fill in and tell us a little bit about the International Day of Yoga Committee at the United Nations and your part in helping to create and sponsor the upcoming New York Convergence events. And, of course, the part that the uh, Yoga Committee is playing in these events. Yeah, great. Thanks so much, Rick. Happy to do so. Now, the International Day of Yoga Committee at the United Nations was formed to serve the processes and activities for the annual International Day of Yoga, which is an international observance on or around June 21st each year that's mandated by the United Nations General Assembly and celebrated worldwide. Programs go on across the globe for Yoga Day, involving not only yoga but health and wellness, peace, and many activities within the social fabric of many countries. Unity Earth has been able to serve these activities by joining with the Yoga Day Committee to produce just last year a special issue of its Light on Light magazine, which showcased the activities of Yoga Day around the world and the many world-serving activities in health, wellness, and so on that go on as a part of the work of yoga communities in so many cultures. So we also produced a special on Voice America on International Day of Yoga at that time, and you can find that Voice America special in our archive here at Voice America and the free online magazine at www.unity.earth. So it's right in line with these past partnerships that the International Day of Yoga Committee stepped up to be a co-sponsor for these New York Convergence events this year as a part of the World Interfaith Harmony Week. I also just want to mention to close out that in a later section of this program, Shannon Winters, who's the managing editor of Light on Light magazine, goes into a lot of detail about the history of cooperative events that the greater New York community has done with the United Nations Committee for the International Day of Yoga. So, Rick, that's what I can really add here since last minute Denise wasn't able to be with us. Well, thank you so much, Kurt. And, of course, you've been central, a central player in the whole interspiritual movement for as long as I've known you, which is probably a couple of decades at this point. So thank you so much, Kurt. Well, you're welcome, and thanks, Rick, and thanks, Ken. So I'm going to go over now to another set of lines so that I can welcome Mitchell J. Rabin of A Better World, who will be talking to several of the major creators and designers of these World Interfaith Harmony Week events. Well, thanks so much, Rick Alfick, for that great introduction to the World Interfaith Harmony Week and the United Nations committee leaders who were a part of making these amazing events happen in New York City, February 1st and 2nd. With that background, we can now spotlight the global vision of Unity Earth, its Unity Earth liftoff event, and the Leadership and Visioning Conference for the Road to 2020, and the Caravan of Unity across America. We'll do this by chatting with Ben Bowler, Executive Director of Unity Earth, 
and Deborah Moldau, Unity Earth's creative consultant. Now, for that discussion, I'm happy to welcome as my co-host, Mitchell J. Rabin of A Better World and A Better World Radio and TV, who will interview Ben and Deborah about Unity Earth and its Road to 2020 and Caravan of Unity Across America programs. So, Mitchell, you're here with Ben and Deborah, so welcome, and over to you. Absolutely, Kurt. Thank you so much. You're doing a fantastic job coordinating all of these different parts. I don't know how you do it, but I'm very impressed, I've got to say. Well, Ben Bowler, I'm so glad to have you on the line, and Deborah Moldau, who I've known for so long. It's just so exciting to be part of this new adventure, venture and adventure at the same time with both of you. Ben Bowler, everyone, is, as Kurt said, the executive director of Unity Earth, and Deborah is Reverend Deborah Moldau, founder of the Garden of Light and creative consultant to the whole project, Unity Earth. So I'd like to start with Ben. Ben, you've been up to so many good things all over Australia, of course, at first, and now you've gone all over the world with uh, the good news of awakening the spiritual nature of beings and bringing people into alignment. Tell us a little bit about how Unity Earth comes into play in light of this visionary work you've been involved in. Mm, thank you, Mitchell. It's wonderful to be uh, on the show with you and, and great to be on with my, my dear friend, Deborah Moldo. Yeah. Um, Unity Earth has uh, really taken us on quite the journey over the last few years um, since uh, coming into contact with Kurt and many from the Interspiritual Network uh, as well as yeah. uh, interfaith leaders from all over the world that have really been doing their own work and preparing uh, in their own way to meet the challenges that we face, uh, those multiple challenges, ecological, social, the divisions and separations, um, mm-hmm. the challenges that arise from the evolutionary uh, context of the religious narratives that have been more divisive than unifying. So in, in the context of all of those challenges, uh, coming together has really been, uh, the, the, I guess, the secret source of Unity Earth is that holistic nature which sees all the interconnectedness between those elements. Um, and that, you know, we can't be a, a spiritual activist without being conscious of the environment. And we can't be a social activist without being aware of the, of the narratives around spirituality and religion. So everything is so deeply and beautifully interwoven. And Unity Earth has really been something, Mitchell, that's taken us on a journey since we launched the Road to 2020 uh, in New York City in late October 2016. Uh, and then, as you say, it's been quite the journey. We... Uh, we had a very major event here in Australia with the return to country of Mungo Man returning ancient human remains in ceremony and song. And really, at the heart of it, it was honouring that lineage and honouring that uh, you know, 50,000 years of living culture of Aboriginal mm. Australians being the oldest living culture on so Earth. Uh, and then from that, we took out you know global delegation to Ethiopia and to the Rift Valley um, and, and the African Union with Uday uh, 2018 in February, marking World Interfaith Harmony Week and with Buddhist monks from Thailand and Sufi saints from India and uh, a whole caravan of unity that went from Lalibela in sacred ceremony down to Addis Ababa and on to Shashamani. So many diverse groups. And one of the keystones, I think, Mitchell, to Unity Earth is that it does have that uh, real representation. I was uh, able to observe on that particular uh, trip that we had, you know, so many different indigenous voices and leaders together with actual faith representatives and faith activists and leaders and together with a whole bunch of activists that, you know, would identify perhaps as spiritual but not religious or more onto the consciousness 
end of the spectrum, but everyone coming together with that shared intention of rising up collectively on the planet now. And it was such a powerful place symbolically to go back to where the scientific narrative tells us is the origin of humanity. Um, and to do deep ceremony and song and prayer and, uh, and come together in, as a human family. And of course, ben, all of this is built like on the road you, to 2020. I'd like to uh-huh. ask you, if you would, uh, because, you know, the scope of what you're describing is so vast, and it's also so celebratory and beautiful, watching, you know, unity in diversity and diversity in unity, if you will. But mm. could you define a couple of things for people who may not know about what Unity Earth is, sort of as a mission, as well mm. as the road to 2020? That way we can all be kind of walking on the same path and enjoying the same kind of level of celebration. Absolutely, Mitchell. Thank you. I mean, essentially what we're part of is, is, is growing a worldwide movement for unity and peace and bringing, uh, meeting people where they are in that, whether they're coming into that through an ecological sensibility of concern about uh, climate justice or concern yeah. for the environmental... So no matter what the thing is that, that brings justice. people together, the point is that they're coming together. Yes, and, and there are many motivations. Uh, you know, there's not a yes. uniformity of motivations. I think that's the important thing. We can all go on a journey together... Uh, and, and can have as many different motivations for, for that as, uh, as there are people on the journey. And I think that's the important thing that we've been able to, you know, through the work of Kurtz and the Interspiritual Network, to really yeah. come to that place where we don't need to see alike. Uh, we don't need to think alike uh, in order to be alike. And yeah. that's really been something that's been a real well moment of grace and a breakthrough, that we can welcome the other and the other perspective and the variety of you know, viewpoints and honor them all. And I think that's the yeah. key, is that they all have a place, whether it's the deep wisdom of the indigenous traditions and the first peoples, or whether it's those that are really activated by the ecological crisis, or whether it's those that are on a, you know, very much a spiritual journey into consciousness, each and every one of these elements is critical and important. And Unity Earth is a space which honors all of them. And that's yes. really taking us on this incredible, quite mystical, but also very real <laughs> journey around the world and getting yeah, ready for, for a sure. large event in India in 20, 2019, November, and then to the Holy Land, and then, of course, finishing with the Caravan of Unity across Turtle Island in September 2020, which we're so excited mm. to really do that lift-off event. And hence the, hence the definition of the road to 2020. It's to be hitting these kind of sacred sites, sacred places, with the energy of this particular group mm. that is expanding by the day and full of the joy and pleasure and sense of purpose and mission that you're describing think, so well. I think so. Well, I think so. And I think people are ready. Beautiful. Uh, so that's perhaps you know, the final thing to say. Timing is not, not, uh, timing's everything. Timing yeah. is everything. So I think people are ready. Um, and particularly now with the, you know, the political climate that we have all around the world, mm-hmm. uh, not just in the United States, but all over the world, and, and, yes. and, and the environmental and the, you know, the, the social justice issues, we're at such a we're at such a moment now. I think that the, the exactly. people get it. Time to come together. Exactly. It's time to walk together, shoulder to shoulder, into uh, really what is the dawn into new earth. space. Absolutely, mm-hmm. Ben. It's such a pleasure to hear your voice, my friend, and uh, thank you for from the bottom of my heart all the great work you're doing. I haven't had a chance to speak with you much lately, but I I'm watching you from the sidelines, and uh, it's awesome what you're doing and the leadership you're providing. So. Thank you, truly. Being with you in New York very soon, Mitchell. Thank you. For Absolutely the wonderful.
Thank you again. Deborah, Reverend Deborah Moldau, a dear old friend, has been also on the journey so powerfully for so long, what with your work at the United Nations that you and I were chatting about just the other day. And, uh, you know, we've known each other for so long, Deborah, and you've been, well, we've both been very much staying the course. I'd love to hear what you have to say as the creative consultant to this project. Um, what's been going on? What does it mean to you? What's happening for you? <laughs> Thank you so much, Mitchell, and uh, I really honor uh, your path as well in uh, helping to bring to public awareness so many of the wonderful people and the beautiful work that has been going on in the community of non-governmental organizations and new thinkers and fresh perspectives. So thank you so much for all of that over the years. Uh, I'm very excited to be working with Unity Earth. Because Unity Earth, under the the beautiful servant leadership of Ben Bowler, has tapped into a need of this critical moment that Ben was talking about, where so many of us are experiencing this evolutionary impulse toward unity. We, We are seeing this just massive divisiveness all over the planet and people clinging to their identities, their cultures, their their nations, etc. Yeah. And yet we know now, we know beyond a doubt that we are all part of one humanity sharing one beautiful planet. Yeah. And we have not treated our planet like the mother that she is to all yeah. of all of us, and all life on Earth. And so we're beginning to see the consequences of our actions, and we're beginning to see that war and violence are really a thing of the past. They're places in history and not in our future. So how do we build this new civilization, almost a new Earth, around these new concepts that we are all one and that we need to learn to live together to find the commonalities of our spirituality and not to deny our differences and the beautiful cultures that, that create the, the tapestry of humankind across the planet. We honor that with Unity Earth everywhere we go. As Ben said, we bring together indigenous peoples to do deep ceremony honoring the earth. We bring leaders of different faith perspectives and activists, and most of all, we bring music and joy everywhere we go, because that's what it's about. It's about celebrating this new way of living together on the earth. So uh, I think it's the moment that Unity Earth has been uh, brought forth just in the moment when it is so needed. And we are not just an organization, Unity Earth, but we're also creating the Unity Earth Network. And in doing that, we are inviting all the organizations that are working for a better way forward for humanity and all life on this planet to come together and work in alignment. Nobody has to be first. 
everybody's work is important, and you know that so well, Mitchell, because you're, you're so brilliant at highlighting everybody's contribution. But this is a new way of looking at things, that it's not about one leader bringing us forward into the future. No, we need everyone. And Unity Earth is a celebration of that new way forward together. Deborah, you are going to make me cry. <laughs> that was so beautiful. <laughs> that was so heartfelt. And uh, I feel like I have yin and yang here in this segment. So beautifully, so elegantly, uh, and harmoniously. You know, you make, both of you have made so many wonderful points here. Um, I'm, I don't know where to actually pick up in our last few minutes, but I will say. Well, I, 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 that, I just want to say that I think that this. Please event that we'll be doing in New York City, uh, the Unity Earth Liftoff on February 2nd, is going to be a magnificent demonstration of everything we've been talking about, and that people, people, I hope, will come and attend at the United Palace, a spectacular hidden treasure in Upper Manhattan, in order to experience that unity, not just to talk about it or to hear songs about it, but really to have the feeling and, and the empowerment of being part of the new that is breaking through. And then we're going to lift off that caravan of unity that's going to go to India, it's going to go to the Holy Land, and then it's going to come back and cross the United States, landing in New York City on the International Day of Peace of 2020. God, just as Ben was saying, this is fantastic. Sign me up. Well, I've already signed up. <laughs> I probably signed up a few lifetimes ago. But in any event, I think um, so. I just embrace you both. I thank you both for your contributions to all of this. I think it's fantastic. I like to go back to our biology when we think about diversity, because it, diversity is our adaptation to survival. We need, we require diversity. So rather than it being divisive, it's, it's a matter of keeping all the species alive and well and thriving. And so it shows up also in the human family as well. So uh, I just, on that note, want to thank you both, one from Australia, one from America, well, two of us. And um, Kurt... <laughs> You are uh, another magnificent leader here in this whole thing. Ben Bowler, Reverend Deborah Moldau, thank you again for your contributions. Let's continue on the road together, and let's all meet at United Palace Theater. What a place. I love it. I've had some of my greatest musical experiences ever at United Palace, thanks to Heather Shea and uh, the great work. Mm she and Arda are doing up there. So on that note, thank you again, both of you. And Kurt, I know you have a couple more announcements you want to make for Voice America. So please step in and carry on. Hi, this is Ben from Unity Earth. We hope you are enjoying this Convergence radio show. We began in 2016, walking together on the road to 2020. As we look back to the extraordinary journey of the last three years with flagstone events paving the road in the USA, Australia, Ethiopia and Canada, we now look ahead towards Uday India in November 2019 and Uday Holy Land in February 2020. 
Through the great efforts of many people and organizations, we sense the rising tide of the Unity Earth Network, a global collective of organizations, groups, and individuals working for justice, sustainability, and the evolution of humanity. Together, we are building a worldwide movement for unity and peace. This multi-leader global movement is becoming increasingly cohesive, empowered, and alive. Driven by the universal values of the wisdom traditions, this movement is guided. It is unstoppable. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you on the road to 2020. Welcome back to The Convergence on Unity Earth Radio at Voice America. This is your series host, Dr. Kurt Johnson, and we're talking about the amazing events that are going on in New York City, February 1st and 2nd, titled The New York Convergence. Now, in this segment, we'll be spotlighting the big premiere event at New York City's landmark United Palace on February 2nd, the Unity Earth Liftoff, New Harmonies for a New Beginning a multi-generational, intercultural, interactive concert in celebration of the United Nations World Interfaith Harmony Week. Now, this will be on February 2nd, 2019, 3 p.m. to 6.30 p.m. at the United Palace, 4140 Broadway at 175th Street, New York, New York. Easy access by subway. Tickets are from Eventbrite, $20.00. And easy to access at www.unity.earth. So just go to that, click on events, and click on Unity Earth Liftoff. So that's at www.unity.earth. The concert features Grammy nominee Pato Bantan and the Now Generation, the amazing visual and music performance of Bella Gaia, and Kristen Hoffman, Akeem Funk Buddha mystic voice, and likely inspirational moments from household word well-known celebrities who are in the process of confirming from their busy schedules and along with Native American elders. In fact, Pato is, is composing a special piece for this event, and some of us have already heard parts of it. The Voice America broadcast is being prepared a bit in advance of the actual events to appear as much as a week ahead, so some pieces and some details of the big concert event are still being added, and they're going to be really fun to track. Now, my co-host today on the Voice America special is Victoria Friedman of the Vistar Foundation, and she'll be interviewing four key organizers and performers from the big event, Ran and Catalyst, Heather Shea, Kristen Hoffman, and Adam Collette, which she will introduce. So, Victoria, over to you, first off, with Rhiannon Catalyst and Heather Shea. Thank you, Kurt. Thank you very much. I'm so excited to be here and with these two amazing women, Rhiannon Catalyst and Heather Shea. Heather is the creative director of this spectacular concert and celebration and I'm sorry, no, no, Rihanna is the creative director of this spectacular concert and celebration. And Heather is the CEO and spiritual director of New York's landmark United Palace Theater. So let's get right into it. 
Rhiannon, tell us about February 2nd and Unity Earth Liftoff. Thank you so much, Victoria, and thank you, Kurt. Unity Earth Liftoff is an interactive concert weaving together indigenous leaders, musicians, diplomats, artists, scientists, peacemakers, interfaith and faith-based activists, and guests of all ages in a historic celebration of our common humanity. The event brings together an amazing lineup of interdisciplinary performers who fuse music, dance, projections, and participatory elements. It's set in Manhattan's historic palace, which you'll hear more about from Heather, and we've been so fortunate and grateful to work with this incredible space and group of people. So let's talk about the artists and experience that we'll all have together. Gaia is a NASA-powered live concert that blends music, technology, and satellite imagery to not only show but help people actually feel our interconnectedness with the planet. This is the kickoff of our national tour and the first time in over a year we've done a show in our hometown of NYC. I say we because I'm also the tour manager for Gaia. I've devoted much of my life to this show because I believe so deeply in the power it has to shift consciousness. Kristen Hoffman is a Juilliard-trained multi-instrumentalist with a transcendent ability to take audiences on a spiritual and empathic journey. Kristen is also the voice of Bella Gaia. That's actually how I was brought to co-create this with Unity Earth. She's one of the guiding visionaries behind this event, a true catalyst of catalysts. British reggae legend Pato Banton is a Grammy-nominated artist who delivers empowering performances where audiences truly become participants in the show. He and Antoinette create beautiful, positive vibrations and rhythms with powerful messages of love and unity. And we have some really special surprise collaborations planned with them, which Kurt already alluded to one of. Pato is creating an original track for this event. It's really exciting. That brings us to Mystic Voice, who I had the wonderful opportunity to meet and share music with in Toronto at the Parliament of World Religions. The soothing and meditative chanting of Mystic Voice stems from spiritual connection to the ancient texts that inspire her music, such as the Tao Te Ching and the poetry of Rumi. Mystic Voice has also come to the, the event with an important delegation from China and Korea, bringing a healing spirit to East-West relations. Lila June is a Dine poet, musician, human ecologist, public speaker, and community organizer of Navajo, Cheyenne, and European lineages. Her messages focus on indigenous rights, supporting youth, intercultural healing, historical trauma, and traditional land stewardship practices. NYC-raised Taino and Spanish master percussionist William Ruiz, who's just added to this lineup, I'm very excited about this, weaves contemporary jazz, Latin percussion, and West African dance music with indigenous shamanic spiritual drumming. I actually booked William to play South American log drum at the first large-scale event I ever curated in 2001, which was a launch event for a venue I was then asked to music direct. So I'm really excited to work with him again after all this time. Zimbabwe-born and true old-school NYC b-boy Akim Funk Buddha is a legend known for his holistic approach to hip-hop, drawing from a vast spectrum of cultural traditions and disciplines. He blends rhyming, beatboxing, storytelling, breakdancing, Mongolian throat singing, and martial arts while truly connecting with the audience and creating spontaneous moments of synchronicity with his dance troupe, the Bonsai Lab.
I've been working with Akim for nearly as long as I've been performing and curating as well. We have deeply intertwined artistic roots in NYC culture. Adam, Colette, and I have intertwined cultural history we keep discovering more of through this process, too. It's, it's one of the gifts of building this, along with learning so much from everyone on our program, rediscovering and deepening our own roots. Part of our vision for this entire concert is to pay respect to the local music and cultural heritage of NYC and Washington Heights, along with the global and indigenous elements we're drawing together, interweaving, and celebrating. This discussion, as Kurt mentioned, is almost in a month in advance of the event, so we're continuing to add more, and people should continue to check the website for additions and, and updates. This concert is going to be interactive. I really want to stress this. It's, we're going to get the crowd singing, dancing, breathing with us. This is a whole lineup full of artists who love to collaborate, harmonize, and deeply connect and interact with audiences and work with youth. So it'll be deeply engaging and special beyond words, something you really have to be there to experience. But it will also be globally live-streamed for people around the planet to tune into. So we intend to get people around the world singing and co-creating together. Along with our artists, we're incredibly honored to welcome an array of First Nation leaders, including Chief Dwayne Perry, Chief of the Ramapo Lenape Nation, Dr. Mindahi Bastida of the Center for Earth Ethics, and Hereditary Dakota Chief Phil Lane Jr. We have an incredible lineup of speakers who will be interwoven with music, including Corinna Gore, Mary Evelyn, and many more. And we're really pleased to be welcoming delegations from China and Korea, Africa, India, and the Middle East. The NGO Committee for Spirituality, Values, and Global Concerns is an official co-sponsor for Unity Earth Liftoff. So February 2nd, 2019 will be a beautiful day for humanity, and we want you all to come and celebrate with us. There will be a hist- it, it will be truly a historic sharing of knowledge, wisdom, and music traditions, and a celebration. We will dance, breathe, sing, and harmonize together in a heartwarming, uplifting, and joyful co-creative experience of what humanity is when we open our hearts and join forces and rhythms. And nothing would make us happier than for everyone listening to join us and bring their family and friends, because the future is about joining all of our voices. Wow. Well, thank you, <laughs> Rianon. My God, that is really exciting. I've heard so much about this, and I've read so much about this, and um, also with complete, you know, the Unity Earth and, and the liftoff party, and so we'll be hearing a lot more from you. It just sounds so exciting. I think that um, it doesn't even seem like it's possible to put all that together. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, well, it, 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 so, it thank is. Thank you for that, my God. Ah, okay. Such an incredible team. Heather. <laughs> and we are so overjoyed about it. I can't even tell you. It, it is impossible to put this all into words, though. People have to come and experience it with us and co-create it with us. Yes. Okay. Thank you. So, Heather. Thank you. Um, Thank you so much for your time. Yeah. Heather, you're the CEO and spiritual director of United Palace, a spiritual center in the fourth largest theater in Manhattan. So, I'd love to hear your perspective on this inspiring event of February 2nd and also about your amazing center. 
Thank you. Well, thank you, Victoria. Thank you, Kurt. And thank you, Rihanna. It's just fun. Every time I hear something, there's something more happening. And, and, and what's exciting <laughs> about this event is overall it's exciting in terms of the activity, the music, the dance. And for us in particular, our name is actually the United Palace of Spiritual Arts. And we believe in the concept of, of spiritual artistry. And by spiritual artistry, we mean things that uphold your spirit and make you feel alive. And we do that through the arts. When you think of the arts or the world traditions, the world's religions, it's music, it's movement, it's written and spoken word. And that's very much what we're hearing and we're going to be seeing that evening. It's bringing all this together to uplift your spirit and yet doing it through the arts. Uh, the other thing that's aligned is through technology. We are... Uh, even though we're 90-year-old, wonderful theater, we have state-of-the-art technology. So our theater, our stage, our sound system is really uh, embracing this whole performance at the top quality level. So, uh, as I mentioned, you know, United Palace was built in 1929 as one of the great music theaters, uh, movie theaters. Um, we've become to see a movie with Vaudeville House. And as people later on got televisions and started moving to the suburbs. The large theaters weren't needed as much for movie theaters. And at that point, our congregation was very large and looking for a larger building. And at that point, the, uh, music, the spiritual director was Reverend Ike, who was known as a, a leader in prosperity ministry, and would fill the theater for his services. And the services continue today. We are still... a, a Ongoing uh, center, we have Sunday services at noon each Sunday. We offer a full ministry to the community and educational services. And so we are really an active spiritual center. We, do, we teach many of the world traditions. Um, Renana was talking about the interactive. We have a series coming up called Chant Up, where we have ongoing care time uh, on weekends. Uh, we do all sorts of things in Upper Manhattan. We have an interfaith music festival. We're still, well, actually, we are the only full-screen full movie theater left in Manhattan. We just did a, a premiere of Mary Poppins, and Lin-Manuel Miranda was there. Uh, over the holidays, we did The Messiah, Too Hot to Handle, which, again, is a fusion of kind of jazz and scat, but still true to the actual music of Messiah. Plus, we do a lot of events um, similar to this event for children, children's performances, arts programming. And we also are very much centered in Washington Heights and local, but our world is serving the global community. So we are thrilled this event has people coming from Asia, from Africa, from Australia, from Latin America, because that's who we serve. People still come to the palace for events, but many of our events are broadcast globally and reach hundreds of thousands of people around the world. So we are excited for those of you who are in New York. As Kurt mentioned, it's easy to get to. Take the A train, get an Uber, taxi, whatever it is, and, and come on up and bring your friends and family. And thank you. We are excited and so honored to be hosting this event. And I am delighted to be here uh, on this um, show with all of you. Thank you. Okay. Thank you, Heather. So I just want to mention that Unity Earth Liftoff Weather is the celebration or the venue is an international happening. We'll hear a lot more about that. Uh, there are people from all over the world. These events have been taking place, and Unity Earth Liftoff is the big premiere event, February 2nd, in New York, and uh, it's, it's really a celebration of our common humanity. 
and uh, they, they're also very interested in inspiring the New York community. So it's, very, it's wonderful that uh, all this is being come forth and there's so much that's being offered. So very exciting, and back to you, Kurt. Thanks so much, Victoria, Rhiannon, and Heather. It's really exciting uh, what's coming up. So, Victoria, back to you now with two new guests, Kristen Hoffman, singer, songwriter, and activist who is one of the major performers at the concert, and Adam Collette, who, as Unity Earth's project director, has been responsible for linking this event to so many other parts of the New York area community. So, Victoria, over to you now with Kristen Hoffman and Adam Collette. Thank you, Kurt. Thank you. Hello, Kristen. How incredible to be here with you. (laughs) Hello. (laughs) Kristen, the beautiful and melodious songbird. (laughs) Oh, my God, that's so wonderful. Um, So there is so much music on February 2nd. Rhiannon just told us about the entire lineup, which is breathtaking. And uh, she told us all the different musicians that will be there. So, and uh, Heather told us about the venue, so coming together, these two things sound really beautiful. So, Kristen, perhaps you could tell us a little bit about how, what this is meaning to you and, and uh, mm. give us your perspective on it. Okay. Well, it's such an honor to be here, and Kurt, thank you so much for having me. Um, I am so thrilled about Unity Earth Liftoff. It's going to be a truly remarkable event of unity, peace, spirit, joy, togetherness. We're going to be just really stepping into this portal of co-creativity and possibility altogether and really just vibing up this positive space with music, speaking, um, inspiration from cross-generations, inspiration from cultures all around the world. It's really going to be such a space of upliftment. And personally, I'm even more thrilled that I get a chance to share some music. Um, On February 2nd, I'm both going to be singing as part of Bella Gaia, which I've been singing with Bella Gaia for about eight years. And I can say that the Bella Gaia experience is one of the most transformational experiences that I've witnessed in my life, um, you really get a chance to view our planet from outer space and see what's going on. It's this NASA-powered, immersive, multimedia experience. And then you get to zoom into different parts of the planet and really celebrate the oneness of life and and um, the different sounds and textures from, that are really uniting us as a human family. Um, it's, it's a really beautiful project. And then I'm going to be sharing a couple songs of my own and then having a chance to interweave with, with other artists as well. But the whole lineup of artists is so incredible. And I just know it's going to lift all of our spirits beyond all measure. Um, and I, what I really love about this event is there's a little bit of everything. And I think by the end of the day, we're just going to really appreciate the full tapestry of what's been offered to us and feel a fullness and interconnectedness in our heart that we probably either have never felt or have not felt in a very long time. So I think this is really the start 
it's a starting point. It's a, it's a tapping in beginning seed point for all of us to be, who are feeling called to just come together with our vision, with our love, with our light, come together and see that this vision for unity, vision for peace on the road to, to 2020, this caravan of unity that's beginning on February 2nd, and really step into it together and bring, bring, our, own, um, bring our own beautiful creativity to the collective vision. So I, um, I think that kind of sums up my feelings at, the, at this moment, but um, just so much gratitude. Also, the whole team putting this together, I've, this is going to be my fourth event working with Unity Earth, and I can't speak more highly of Unity Earth as an organization. I think that the, the vision, the heart, the spirit, the direction of Unity Earth, it is 100% love-based, light-based, unity-based. There are no, there, I, I don't feel any negative vibrations. Unity Earth literally lives up to its name in, in, one, in total fullness. So um, the team who has been building this event has given so much to make it happen, and you can just feel the positivity that's really building, 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 building up now to make February 2nd a true success and a true liftoff. So, that's my, Absolutely. That's what Thank I you, Kristen. <laughs> and I know, I know what you're saying is so true. Coming from the Toronto Convergence with you, coming here, I feel like I had a little preview of it there, and now it's expanding because we're in New York City, and that's the exciting part of it, that it's bringing the community of New York here, and people are coming from all over the world, and it's linking us. It's really linking us internationally, and it's the beginning of the entire global road to 2020, which there'll be much more about. So... I've already reserved my tickets, and I'm coming with friends. I would not miss this. And, um, and hello, Adam. Are you here with us? Hello. I am. Hello. So, Adam, uh, I understand that you're involved with the plans for the event, for this February 2nd event, and also the after party. And also, I'm very interested to find out about how you're connecting this event to the wider New York community the area in New York. Would you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much, and thank you, everyone else um, who's been on this. It's always remarkable to hear um, the stories and the vision from all of these people that are coming together to co-create this incredible event. And um, I, myself, spent 10 years in New York, and um, I'm just returning after being back in Australia for, for a number of years. And um, just straight off the back of our Unity Earth Fields of Healing event in Byron Bay, which is um, a remarkable gathering there in my hometown. So to come back to New York, my other home, uh, is such a gift. And this event on February 2nd is, you know, is absolutely remarkable and unprecedented. And the uh, momentum that's been building behind the Unity Earth Network um, globally, which is really growing this worldwide movement um, for unity and peace, um, is just reaching this, you know, this point of um, liftoff, really, which is where the name came from. This global series of events called the Road to 2020, um, which is all leading up to events in India and in the Middle East and then culminating in this caravan of unity across America in 2020. Um, there is such an incredible narrative 
um, which just has to do with all of these different stories being woven together. And that's what's been so beautiful for me to witness um, as my story has been woven into the Unity Earth story and coming across these beautiful people, Kristen and Rhiannon and Heather and Kurt and yourself and so many others um, that feel called to be a part of this journey. And um, this event, the lift off on the second, is is really this, this incredible focal point where we get to take that narrative and, and put it into this public forum um, for this spectacular concert and which will be broadcast live online as well. So the people coming together for the concert, from the musicians to the diplomats, um, to the scientists, the artists, the faith-based and, based and the interfaith activists, um, it's a really once-in-a-lifetime experience to witness this and um, to also then be able to harness that energy into an after-party, which we're putting together because we're very excited about um, not just being able to meet and greet um, everyone who gets to be part of that, but I'm also looking at launching our crowdfunding campaign um, for Unity Earth at this after-party. And then just as Rhiannon has said, we're, we're just passionate about reaching out to all the different sectors of the New York community, um, particularly the local Washington Heights community, the youth community, um, the indigenous elders, the creative communities, um, and really allowing this to be a showcase um, of the beauty that's, you know, that rests at the United Palace as a, this historic venue and Washington Heights as a historic place and New York City, as we all know, this incredible, you know, capital for the world. And so I couldn't think of a better place to be doing the Unity Earth liftoff on the second. Thank you. Thank you, Adam. Sounds very exciting, especially the fun of the after party. Yeah, and it's it's that amazing time when you get to have this once-in-a-lifetime experience and witnessing the concert, and then we we are inviting our Unity Earth partners and supporters and community to come and, and join with us to really deepen those connections and build that network and to really come together and say, hey, we, we all share this vision to change the world. How are we going to do that, and what are the pieces we can put in place, not just to empower Unity Earth, the network, but how can we empower every single person and every single organization, every vision, project, and program that will all come together to make this transformative change that we know is possible. Wow. Well, thank you all. Thank you so much. And thank you for your dedication, the amazing dedication, amazing energy, the amazing passion that all of you put into this. And uh, it's going to be a great event, absolutely great event. So now we'll take a short break to Voice America, and then Dr. Kurt Johnson will be back again for another segment. Hi, this is Ben from Unity Earth. We hope you are enjoying this Convergence radio show. We began in 2016, walking together on the road to 2020. As we look back to the extraordinary journey of the last three years with flagstone events paving the road in the USA, Australia, Ethiopia and Canada, we now look ahead towards Uday India in November 2019 and Uday Holy Land in February 2020. Through the great efforts of many people and organizations, we sense the rising tide of the Unity Earth Network, a global collective of organizations, groups, and individuals working for justice, sustainability, and the evolution of humanity. Together, we are building a worldwide movement for unity and peace. This multi-leader global movement is becoming increasingly cohesive, empowered, and alive. Driven by the universal values of the wisdom traditions, this movement is guided. It is unstoppable. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you on the road to 2020. 
Welcome back to the Convergence on Unity Earth Radio at Voice America. This is your series host, Dr. Kurt Johnson, and we've just enjoyed a rich segment about the February 2nd premiere event of the New York Convergence events, the Unity Liftoff, Unity Earth Liftoff at New York City's landmark United Palace Theater. What we want to talk about now is the Leadership and Visioning Conference for the Road to 2020 and the Caravan of Unity Across America, which we are co-sponsoring with the One Spirit Learning Alliance and the One Spirit Interfaith Seminary in New York City. It will be on February 1st. Now, this is an invitation-related event for New York City and regional leaders. So if you're a local or regional leader across our transformational activist or spiritual communities, let us know about you so we can consider an invite. Just email adam at unityearth, that's adam, A-D-A-M, at unity.earth. The leadership event will end with a publicly broadcast live stream ceremony and launch event for the World Interfaith Harmony Week broadcast on Facebook by the Compassion Games International and their Synergetic Impact Network Exchange, which is known as SINE, S-I-N-E. So that's how you can find it on Facebook, and you'll be learning more in a moment. So I'm here with Reverend Diane Burke, the founder of One Spirit Learning Alliance, and John Raymer of the Compassion Games and SINE. And deep, detailed bios about them are at the Voice America show page and at Unity Earth's website. So, Diane, tell us a bit about One Spirit, its history, and what it does, and your part in both hosting the Leadership and Visioning Conference as part of the New York Convergence events, and also being part of the World Interfaith Harmony Week ceremony launch and live stream. Thank you, Kurt. I'm delighted to be with you this evening. Um, One Spirit Learning Alliance is a spiritual educational organization dedicated to preparing spiritual leaders for the 21st century. We have two main flagship training programs, a seminary training to train and ordain interfaith, interspiritual ministers, and a program to train interspiritual counselors. Although we're based in New York City, we actually have students and graduates throughout the United States and Canada and all around the world, in fact, through our uh, companion learning program. One Spirit was founded in the summer of 2002, and the catalytic event for My starting one spirit was really the events of 9-11 with the clear urgency of doing interfaith work and finding a way for religion and spirituality to be a force for peace rather than a force for division within our world. Also around that time, I read a book by Brother Wayne Teasdale called The Mystic Heart, in which he coined the term interspirituality, which really described the work that I had already been doing for many years, training uh, interfaith, interspiritual ministers, 
And we started One Spirit in order to really be a voice in promoting the interspiritual message of the underlying unity that all of the great religions and spiritual teachings have grown out of. Since that time, we have trained and ordained uh, over 1,300 people who at this point are working in many parts of the world and trying to uh, be a presence of healing and peace. So it's very, very natural for us to partner with Unity Earth and the other groups that are coming together for the New York Convergence uh, at the beginning of February and to be part of the launch of uh, Interfaith Harmony Week sponsored by the United Nations. Um, the One of the most exciting parts of preparing for that has been the opportunity for me to work with Chief Phil Lane and also John Raymer, who is on the call with us, on planning an opening ceremony to launch Interfaith Harmony Week and the rest of the events of that week. Uh, It will be a celebration that draws on uh, many different traditions, including indigenous traditions, Eastern and Western religions, and I think will be just an incredibly uplifting and inspiring celebration for all of us. So I'm just very, very grateful to be here and grateful to be a part of all of this. So, Diane, great. Thanks so much. I think that gives people a real taste of what's coming on that day. We're going to have leaders gathering from all over the world uh, to talk about actually where all of this partnership for Networks of Networks goes um, starting and from here on out. So thank you so much. Now, John, tell us a little bit then about the Compassion Games and about SIGN and the ceremony and the live stream that you're planning for February 1st uh, from the Leadership and Visioning event. Right, great. I'd love to, Kurt. And thank you for having Diane and I on Voice of America, especially at this time. And the Compassion Games, the survival of the kindest, grew out of an event with His Holiness the Dalai Lama in Seattle that happened in the same year that the Charter for Compassion was wished for by Karen Armstrong when she won the TED Prize. And in 2009, the Charter was unveiled, and we launched a 10-year campaign starting in Seattle, of compassionate cities around the world. There's now over 450 cities that have taken on this similar idea of creating a compassionate city, which Karen Armstrong calls an uncomfortable city. But one city in particular was outstanding was Louisville, Kentucky. And we brought their mayor and their team to Seattle to honor them. And then the mayor sent me a letter claiming that they were the most compassionate city in the world and would be so till proven otherwise. And that was the year of the Hunger Games, and Jennifer Lawrence is from Louisville. So we birthed the Compassion Games as the antidote to the Hunger Games. You cannot lose the Compassion Games. And it's all about promoting service. We say it's fostering creativity to develop empathy into action. And over the years, the Games have served over 18 million people. But we noticed that 
just going out and doing service and acting kindly is great, but it's not enough. And the teams that play in the games have converged to form an alliance we call SINE. That's S-I-N-E. It stands for Synergized Impact Network Exchange. And it's really about collective empowerment. It's about coming together in unprecedented unified action. For so long, so many groups are doing the good work, but they live and operate independent of each other. So this idea of going beyond collective impact to a synergized impact, which is exactly what we're planning to do together at the Unity Earth liftoff, which is a whole weekend as we've been talking about. And I've had the good fortune to work with Diane, and the chairperson of the Compassion Games is hereditary chief, Phil Lane Jr., so the World Interfaith Harmony Week, which was started as a result of the King of Jordan proposing this in 2010 and the UN adopting it, we're going to have an opening ceremony uh, that will be not only taking place in New York City, but we're going to have a Harmony Week global broadcast. And sign members who agree to participate all get behind the live stream to turn that stream into a wave. They become part of the rising tide in support of what's going on. So there's an alliance of teams and individuals that are working cooperatively to bring more light to this message of the need to unify, the need to come together at this time in unprecedented ways, to think strategically about how do we turn what we have into what we need. So I'm grateful to you, Diane, for being the co-host of this opening ceremony and for that day, which is going to be an invitation for New York leaders as well as others who are coming for the whole weekend that's happening. And then, of course, this amazing event at 3 o'clock at the United Palace, which will be a concert as well as Harmony Week broadcast and celebration for the remarkable work that Unity Earth has been doing and this liftoff moment in time. So we hope everybody gets involved. We're on this road to 2020. And on 2020, we're planning to launch, there's going to be a three-day weekend that year in 2020, the International Day of Peace is on Monday. So the hope is that we, the people, declare the first three-day holiday that's global in the spirit of launching a decade to achieve the global goals set by the UN, to reinvent the planet, and create peace on Earth by 2030. So it's a moonshot. We're all in it. We're either going to rise or fall together. And I'm so grateful to you, Kurt, for your leadership and for the opportunity to share what we think is just a great moment of coming together and lifting off and rising up together. Oh, great, John. That's so good to hear. So just remind everybody again how they'll find the live stream on Facebook. We, of course, will be posting it all over www.unity.earth. But, John, if you can also tell people how to find it, just uh, go ahead and let them know now for a moment. Oh, yeah. So on Facebook, if they go to the Unity Earth Facebook page or they go to Compassion Games First Facebook, that's a new thing, Facebook's page, uh, they'll be able to find that stream. So it's going to be shared on multiple pages. But I would go to Unity Earth if they haven't already liked it, follow that page as well as Compassion. And uh, they'll be able to tune into the broadcast. Yeah, great, John. That's good. And like I say, all people have to do is go to www.unityearth, which you've heard a million times on this broadcast, and you'll easily find it. So thank you, Diane Burke and John Raymer, for informing us about what's going to be an amazing weekend and an important leadership and visioning event in New York City. 
as part of the New York Convergence. So, okay, now I'm going to go over to another set of lines so that I can talk to another set of participants in these amazing events that will be going on in New York City for the New York Convergence on February 1st and 2nd. Well, thanks so much, Diane and John, for that great description of the February 1st Leadership and Visioning Conference for the Road to 2020 and the Caravan of Unity Across America. Now, as we've said throughout, well-being and an engaged lifestyle is key to all of this. And for many of us, that includes anchoring our lives in spiritual practice, what some might characterize as the gym or the gymnasium of consciousness and an engaged lifestyle. Now, there are spiritual practice elements as a part of these great events coming up for the World Interfaith Harmony Week in February. And we want to talk about these with two groups of guests. First of all, Unity Earth has already done several projects with the International Day of Yoga Committee at the United Nations, including a special issue of our Light on Light magazine, the host and managing editors of which are here with me in the studio. And the UN Yoga Day Committee chair, Denise Scotto, joined us for our United Nations segment earlier in the program. Now, we had planned for a yoga event at Deepak Home Base in downtown Manhattan, for the World Interfaith Harmony Week. But building repairs at the building there required us to postpone. However, we're on course for another special issue of Light on Light with the UN Yoga Day Committee for the International Yoga Day 2019. So I'm here with Shannon Winters, Managing Editor of Light on Light, Karuna, Host Editor of Light on Light, and with Eddie Stern of the wider New York yoga community. Astanga Yoga of New York and the Brooklyn Yoga Club. Now, bios for all these folk are at the Voice America show page and at the Unity Earth website. So first, let me talk to Shannon and Karuna about Light on Light, and then Eddie about his work and his new book. So first off, Shannon, tell us what Light on Light has done so far with the United Nations Yoga Committee and what you plan for this year. Thank you so much, Kurt. We were thrilled to work with the United Nations Committee for the International Day of Yoga last year to publish the first IDY special edition issue of Light on Light magazine, celebrating the International Day of Yoga in June 2018. It was entitled Yoga, Healing, and Peace. There are so many synergies between the great work of the IDY Committee and our mission with Light on Light magazine. We're dedicated to illuminating the light of wisdom and compassion of spiritual practices including yoga, for the flourishing of health, mind, and spirit every day for every person across all wisdom traditions and pathways. So in its inaugural year, the 2018 International Day of Yoga issue featured world-renowned yoga teachers and masters on many themes of yoga, such as uh, contributions on the richness and fullness of yoga, discussions of yoga and the work of the United Nations, yoga and promoting a culture of peace and nonviolence around the world, and a collection of articles on yoga and health, featuring facets of how yoga contributes to overall well-being and flourishing through Ayurveda, mindfulness, yoga for older age practitioners, yoga after traumatic events, and yoga for those with development disabilities and challenges, especially in regards to accessibility of yoga practice for all. Just all of the many ways that yoga benefits health and well-being every day. We also included pieces on yoga and inspiration and creative arts, such as poetry, art, and music, 
and a feature on observing the International Day of Yoga around the world, the Yoga Day Summit and International Yoga Festival. Throughout the themes in the first IDY celebration special edition, we saw how yoga is a way of living one's life and how esteemed yoga masters offer simple techniques and how to live and breathe yoga every day. So now for the upcoming fifth year celebration of the International Day of Yoga, we're thrilled to be working closely again with Denise Scotto, the chairwoman of the United Nations IDY Committee. And this year's special edition will be an amazing celebration of the fifth anniversary since the UN resolution was passed. We'll be including those who are involved in the observances and, again, show how yoga is practiced around the world through the greater UN community with some special guests, too, that are coming in. So the issue will be published in advance of IDY 2019 for the celebration. Wow, that's really something for all of us to look forward to. I mean, Shannon and Karuna, thanks so much. So, uh, Karuna, you know, we're really pleased that you're going to be with us from Colorado here for the New York events. So tell me a little about how you envision Light on Light magazine and your own work as the founder of LightOnKundalini.com to further invigorate these activities with the United Nations and for Unity Earth's Road to 2020. Thank you so much, Kurt and Shannon. Thank you for expressing what you have. I don't need to repeat any of that. I I just thank you so much for being such a great editor. And it is the editing, and it is the layout, and it is the expression of what we really want to come across with Light on Light magazine. So thank you, and thank you to Denise Scotto for really finding us and trusting us at Light on Light magazine to be an expression of how deeply important it is to illuminate this humanity, this spirit, these missions we all put into, you know, 2019 as a year of of prosperity, also a year of purpose. It brings more creative expression, including art and color and illustrations and handwritten notes and letters filling these pages on Light on Light of beauty and grace and truth and where we really can unleash our own authenticity through our tolerance and patience. And meditation just doesn't happen overnight. You have to practice it and practice it like life. We have to continue to learn through our experiences. And when we do find our elders to thank them, when we do find our millenniums to thank them, that, you know, everyone is powerful in this, in this washing machine of understanding where we have to do our own laundry and we can't hire the help to do our meditation. Who can sit with you and really feel you more than you? So this is my focus for these next issues coming. And outside of this computer age, this, you know, AI age where they say everything is going to be for us, And so why not find what we have, these vaults of wisdom in our voices, in ourselves, by sitting still and meditating, by moving, moving these bodies and finding the gifts in our communities to speak out, reach out, and listen within and experience. Wow, Karuna, thank you so much. And we really look forward to having you here and uh, what a contribution you've made 
as the host editor for Light on Light, just uh, gathering people into what we're doing and the great connection to the UN. So now I want to pass the mic over to Eddie Stern, who's actually a household name in the New York area of yoga. And Eddie, we also know that you have a new book out. So Eddie, tell us about your book and then also tell us how you see uh, the New York yoga community figuring into what we hope is an ever-widening voice for the transformational community in New York City. Well, thanks very much, Kurt, and thank you for having me on. Uh, the, my book is coming out on March 12th, and it's called One Simple Thing, A New Look at the Science of Yoga and How It Can Transform Your Life. And the genesis behind the book um, is that I've been involved in scientific research on yoga over the past eight years or so. And uh, after creating a couple of protocols for widely different um, sort of test objectives, I saw that um, by doing very, very similar protocols, we were getting um, very positive results. So, for example, the first uh, full-scale um, research we were doing were, was on hyper, pre-hypertensive conditions in African-Americans. And I used a modified Ashtanga Yoga protocol for that, and we found that there were significant reductions in blood pressure levels, especially the sleeping blood pressure levels, which are the important ones to measure, that were um, comparable to what was being found in in statin drugs. And uh, then we did another study on grade point average in high school students, and again, this was a 40-week program with a very similar protocol as what I had done in the um, pre-hypertension study, and we found that the student's grade point average rose 2.7% in comparison to a control group who only did a gym class. So there's something in the yoga which is um, affecting imbalances in the system or increasing ability in our systems as well by just basically doing the same thing. So I wondered how was it this was one thing that on the one hand, lower blood pressure, on the other hand, improve um, time on task and performance. And what my conclusion basically was is it has to do with the homeostatic functions of the nervous system and that part of our nervous system which is constantly bringing us back into balance And when the nervous system is brought back into balance away from all the different traumas and stresses we experience every day, then we're able to live and express our our, our fullest potential. So I think one way that all of the different yoga communities in New York, which there are many of them, contribute to balance and harmony and well-being in our city is by injecting into the lifeline of the city restoration to balance. Uh, and that leads to greater harmony and social interconnection. So I think that's really what yoga is, is doing on a larger scale. Wow, and that's such a reminder of the amazing discussions that we had with the, uh, the issue with the United Nations and the Voice America program around that. So, Eddie, thanks so much, and we really look forward to uh, moving this forward with you. Uh, so thanks so much, uh, Shannon, Karuna, and Eddie. And what I'm going to do now is pass the mic back over to Shannon, who will be co-hosting another short segment here with those from Unity Earth who will be offering online practices for, during, and after these upcoming New York City events. 
Okay, I'm here with Shannon Winters, the managing editor of Light on Light magazine, and I'm going to turn the segment over to her to talk with Yanni Maniatis, who's the global projects director for Unity Earth, and also one of the creators of Transformation 365, which is a program which will accompany and follow the New York City events so that people can further enhance the direct experience that they've had. So, Shannon, over to you. Thank you so much, Kurt. It's such a delight to have this time with Yanni today to talk about the new experiential practice network from Unity Earth, hosted through Contemplative Life, Transformation 365, Grounding Unity Awareness Through Deep Daily Practice. So, Yanni, tell us about how the vision of Transformation 365 originated. Well, the vision for Transformation 365 actually um, is rooted in the understanding that all change comes from within. In other words, if you don't go within, you go without. And it's the understanding that Unity Earth and its many partners are in the process of hoping to create a narrative that can help change our world, can help bring peace, you know, externally, and even more importantly, because it all begins within, bring peace within each one of the individuals that we reach through our events. So... When we were in um, Toronto at the Parliament of the World Religions during the first week in November of this year, uh, with another 8,500 other people, um, we were having our own meetings, Unity Earth was, and uh, what bubbled up is the idea to create some programs uh, that would help people deepen their practice or help them to begin a practice, an internal practice, uh, so that they could take, let's say, an experience they may have had at a Unity Earth event and, uh, and take that experience and deepen it and allow it to really inform their lives. Because what happens at the Unity Earth events is uh, there are some really amazing highs that occur, and, and actually you can even watch a video and, and experience that. But then what happens? What, what happens after that? How do you keep that going? So a number of us got together uh, in Toronto, and we came up, the, came up with the idea for Transformation 365. And we, we chose that name uh, because 365 is the number of days in a year, and this is about deep daily practice. Um, so that's kind of where it came from when we were in Toronto, and some of the people that are involved uh, in doing this, or the core team that's involved, um, is Jeff Gnung, uh, who is president of Contemplative Life, contemplativelife.org, uh, Kate Sheehan Roche, who works with Jeff on contemplativelife.org, and Diane Burke of the One Spirit Learning Alliance in New York City, uh, the largest interspiritual seminary uh, in the country, maybe in the world, as far as I know. And so we just came together, given that for ourselves, practice is, is preeminent in our lives, and we came together to create programs uh, that could be used um, in between all the different events that Unity Earth does. So, Shannon, I'll see if you have some more questions before I keep going. Yeah, no, it sounds wonderful. I mean, it's always amazing how inspired collaborations bring about such great synergies and ideas. Uh, it's fantastic. 
So I'm, I'm curious, what will Transformation 365 be offering in the near future and going forward? Yeah, what we're planning is um, we will initially be doing things virtually. And um, as the listeners have, have probably heard uh, from other broadcasts here, we're doing a major event in New York City on February the 2nd, uh, Unity Earth Liftoff. And, <clears throat> and so we're going to be offering virtual meditations and other kinds of practices for people to access where they can create a daily practice or they can use what we're sharing with them uh, as something different from what they already do. Mm-hmm. And these practices, um, you know, will be, we'll first do a live practice with people, <clears throat> record it and allow people to listen to it for a week or two and then come back on and uh, in another live session and just go over their questions and how, teach them how to deepen it. And that'll be the beginning of what we do. But as we go forward, our idea is to uh, eventually do something live and new every day uh, and to have uh, a number of facilitators who are available uh, and uh, to just uh, help people practice, to answer their questions, and to help them deepen their practice. So our commitment is is not just one off. Our commitment is to make help people really develop a deep daily practice. Uh, so uh, as we go forward, there'll be courses. As we go forward, we'll also have some you know uh, prominent meditation or practice teachers around the world who'll be supporting us. Mm-hmm. But most importantly, what we're wanting to do here <clears throat> is to create community, compassionate community, and as well, contemplative continuity for people. So this is the basic vision and goal of what we'll be doing with Transformation uh, 365. Thank you so much, Johnny, for sharing all of this with us today. Now, before we go, could you share with us where to access? Uh, Well, if you would just go to my bio... In there, you will find the, the, the link to our website, Transformation365. It's a long link, and to uh, spell it out uh, wouldn't really work. But just go to the bio, uh, and there you will see the link to Transformation365. And I hope awesome. uh, many of you join us. Yeah, for your awesome. daily Thank practice. you so much. Thank you so much, Yanni. It's been such a delight talking with you about this today. And back to you now, Kurt. Well, Yanni and Shannon, great. It's so good to know about Transformation 65 and absolutely at the uh, Voice America show page and also the Unity Earth website in uh, Yanni's bio, we'll have the the link to Transformation 365. So thanks so much. Now I'm going to go over to the four co-hosts for what has been an amazing program here on Voice America, and we're going to be welcoming Grammy Award nominee Pato Banton, who, as you know, has composed and released a new song for this event, and he's going to close out the show with that song. So thanks, Yanni and Shannon, and I'll be back in a moment with the four co-hosts and Pato Banton. Well, that really closes us out for this special Voice America program on the upcoming New York Convergence events. So I'm here again with my co-host to wrap up and with the great, great news that Grammy nominee Pato Banton will be joining us to also sum up and close out the show with a special song that he has composed and released for these events, Unity Earth Liftoff. 
And as we've said, you can find that music video at YouTube under Pato Banton. That's P-A-T-O-B-A-N-T-O-N. So, co-host, you've been so great in helping carry this program. So to close out, I want to just get a short wrap-up comment from each of you on what's been an amazing sharing. So, Rick, let's start with you. Thank you, Kurt. Well, I'm deeply inspired by what everyone has been saying. For me, it's all about we. And as our dear friend Jonathan Granoff said when we launched we.net and the we campaign, he said, I hope we expand so much that there is no longer any them. (laughs) Well, that certainly got my vote, Rick. So, Victoria, take a turn. Yeah, thank you, thank you. You know, Kurt, with all the negativity in the world, it is so important to bring out the beautiful, the good, the best of humanity. I'm so grateful to Unity Earth for this initiative. Victoria, thanks, and thanks for all the work that you put into this weekend. So, Mitchell, over to you. Yes, well, I'm inspired to hear all of our good friends and colleagues speaking from their hearts about what's so deeply important to them and in a world that is so flustered with confusion and incoherence and uh, confusion also of values. I feel that Unity Earth and our collective is really helping to bring us back on track and in really deep alignment with what matters most. So it's celebratory, it's full of love, it's full of joy, it's full of humor. I'm so glad to be part of it. Great, Mitchell, and it's been really great to have a better world involved. So, Shannon, your turn. Thank you. Yep, thanks, Kurt. You know, it's always such a delight to be here with you on the program. You know, I'm just, I'm so inspired by all of the awesome work that's ongoing now and everything that continues to emerge and expand, you know, not only on the road to 20, but beyond 2020, you know, for unifying the world for all of us and for all of the generations to come. So thank you. Oh, absolutely, Shannon, and thanks again to our co-hosts who've anchored all the parts of this program. So we're really excited that we're going to be able to close the show out with Grammy Award nominee Pato Banton, who will also be a headliner at the Liftoff concert, and he's going to be telling us about the new song that he's composed and released for these events, which we're then going to play to close out the show. Well, thanks so much. Now, we seem to be having a problem with our international connection with, uh, with Pato. So what I'm going to do is uh, thank everyone for listening to the show. It's been amazing. Inviting everybody to February 1 and February 2. And to close out the show, we're actually going to play uh, Pato's new song, Unity Liftoff, which is a great reggae cut. And you can find that at YouTube at Pato Banton, P-A-T-O-B-A-N-T-O-N. Thanks to all. We hope to see you at Unity Earth Liftoff. Check out www.unity.earth. It's all there. And now I'll ask Voice America to run Pato's song. Fasten your seatbelts because we have a lift off. We have a lift off. 